This episode is powered by Safety FM. Hey, welcome. This is Sheldon Primus. I am the host of the Safety Consultant Podcast. And this is the podcast where I teach you the business of being a safety consultant. And as it goes, I've been developing some other stuff too. So we've been learning a little bit about everything right along the way. You guys have been growing with me as I've learned a little bit about podcasting and a few other uh, areas. I've become an influencer and everything now. It's just kind of yeah, weird, but you know, it's something that I've never really thought about as much. So this week, solo week again, and I am going to actually go over a couple of things. One big thing, really, is what's been bugging me, and I mentioned it kind of vaguely the last week's episode, and I uh, had to kind of think it out. Not only did I have to think it out, I actually had to, I guess the universe, once I mentioned what I wanted to do, started coming to me with different things I should look at to help myself voice what I was feeling, and uh, truly what it was is... I think during this election year, I went overboard with political views and criticizing others and stuff like that, and I really need to come to terms with me being better. <laughs> so that's really what this episode is. Maybe it's a, a cleansing of sorts. But I think as an influencer, especially since my name is my business in what I do, I got to come clean and set the record straight for myself as well as for you guys listening to me and taking the time week after week if you're new hopefully more than just this week <laughs> but truly i i don't want my thoughts and everything else to affect me in a big way in the business in a big way so that's what i'm doing here i'm gonna let it out get off my chest right all right so when we come back after word from our sponsor it's just gonna be me you. I'm going to talk this thing out. Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com.
All right, I am back. And if you haven't had a chance to go to safetyfmplus.com, go ahead and do it. And one of the people that are on that, actually doing an OSHA compliance help uh, segment over there, uh, I have a playlist. And I also do an OSHA compliance help live stream. So if you haven't connected with me on LinkedIn, go ahead and find me, Sheldon Primus. Type that in on LinkedIn. On your LinkedIn request, go ahead and tell me that you heard the podcast or something similar to that because LinkedIn has gotten so spammy that I may not be using that as much as I thought I would. I don't know. I got to work on that. But if I know that you are coming to me because you heard the show and you want to be part of the live streams, then that's even better. I'll say, all right, come on, let's join. You can also find me on Facebook. There's many groups that I have on Facebook, but if you go to facebook.com backslash groups with an S backslash safety consultant, no S, you have three questions to answer. After those three questions, then you have to make sure that you say that you agree to the terms of the group. Once you agree to the terms of the group, then you are in. I'll let you in. The group currently has over 2,400 members, and it's international, so that's a great way to not only get me, but you have so many other of your uh, peers internationally in safety consultant group on Facebook. And then you could also get me on, um, I believe it is youtube.com backslash C for channels backslash OSHA compliance help. And that's another way for you to you know, get a hold and be able to be on the live streams. And those are going to be Tuesday and Thursdays, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Christmas week and New Year's Eve week. Or, you know, this week, which is the day if you're listening to this first week out, then that is going to be the week of Christmas 2020. I'm only going to do Tuesday. I'm not going to do Thursday because that's Christmas Eve. Next week, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do Tuesday, but I won't be doing Thursday. I don't know. I have to really think about that one. Might, might not. Just depends on vacation. That's really what it boils down to. But if I do make changes, I'll post it on the social media so you guys will be able to know. All right. Let's go ahead and talk about this week. So, I'm going to talk to you. No background, nothing. Music, it's just going to be me. Over the last... I would say year, let's call it that, a year for the election year. It has been one of the things that have driven me out of my norm. Not too sure why, but I was triggered often. Enough to the point where there was a post that I made I shouldn't have, and I know I shouldn't have, and then my wife told me, hey, Sheldon, Dude, <laughs> your name is attached to your business. Therefore, if you are now saying things that are maybe you're going past the policy side that you don't like, 
which I believe you should definitely speak about things you don't like, take a stand, yes. But at this posting I did, I went a little bit further and then attacked the people that believed in those states. And that was the difference there. So she's like, well, really think this out. You're selling yourself as a business person, and you're also uh, branding as such. So now, this can affect your brand. Well, kind of reluctant to hear that, tell you the truth. I didn't want to, but it made sense. It made a lot of sense to me. And I don't know what happened this the election year, if you will. But I found that myself, in my mind, in my being, was drawn away from where my, my core representation of myself would be. And then not only the presentation of my, myself as a businessman, but then also me and my core beliefs. So I had to take a step back. It triggered me to do two things. One, which I told you guys about in a previous episode, which was I isolated well, my Facebook from my LinkedIn. So basically, the LinkedIn side of me was the business side. The Facebook side of me was the side where I am going to have very, very close friends and family. So if you're still in my Facebook <laughs> then you consider yourself a close friend or family. But I also had to think about, all right, the other part of it was truly, am I, am I sullying too many things with business and personal by having so many people attached? And, and I truly had 600, maybe, friends on Facebook. And that's like acquaintances. I'm down to like two ah, hundred ish, I, I would believe. And that's close friends and family. Uh, so, and I've got a big family, so that's part of it too. But uh, I, I had to do that change for what I was feeling was something coming up in me. So I'm telling everyone this. I'm saying it in a podcast format to just first and foremost say I was wrong to those of you who may have been on the other side of my belief system. And for our purposes, in order for me to get this right, I have to make sure that we know context. So I'm one of those people that are happy for the regime change coming in with the new Biden uh, presidency that is, is on the way. And in that, I actually went a little beyond fair, let's say that way, in some of my posting and some of my reactions to the current president. And that, to me, was a little deviation to my for my norm. But it wasn't really him, per se, as much as it was everyone else that were, you know, in my in my scope of friends. <laughs> so I didn't want to disparage them with him. So in this journey, I decided a few things. Some of it came organically and some of it came from, from just reading. And one of the organic things that happened was I really felt inside that I wasn't challenging myself enough. 
to start looking at both sides. I was in a little thought bubble. And the other thing that came up was after listening to a couple of things. One was a podcast. I can't remember who it was, but I do remember the guest. The guest was a rapper called Killer Mike. And he's also a very, very strong activist in the black community and also in Atlanta for Georgia. One of his um, podcasts that he recently did, he went back and quoted uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, who was a hero of mine, just an absolute hero of mine. One of the things that made him a hero of mine was because I've always grew up with my mom saying, Sheldon, when I found out I was pregnant with you, and she's an a immigrant from Guyana, and that's South America, and she says, I prayed to God that this baby that I was going to have would be as mighty or as strong or as impactful as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And that's a you know, child of 71, so in 1970 when I was, she was pregnant with me, very, very big, big feature of the American experience at that time for my parents who were trying to get citizenship uh, was some of the, the race relations there. So it meant a lot to her. So I've read Dr. King's books, and I've always been thinking that I can be someone like that. And I thought, there's an influencer, yeah. I should be thinking that too. So I had to go back to uh, Birmingham in 1963. Dr. King was arrested in Birmingham, and the I believe there were six religious people, rabbi and two, or uh, rabbi, and I believe five reverends wrote him a letter. No, actually, he wrote the letter. They were actually saying things about, man, why are they doing this right now? And all of a sudden, there's upheaval in our towns, and we don't believe that they went about this right, and why don't they wait? Because there was another change, I believe, it's either governor or mayor or something similar to that. And he mentioned a bunch of things in that letter. It's a 23-page letter, and you really want to look that one up. That's uh, Dr. King's letter in Birmingham Jail. Incredible. But out of that came a couple of his principles. And there are six principles he has of nonviolence. I'm going to highlight a couple of these. One of the principles is nonviolence seeks to defeat injustice, not people. That's what I was doing. I personally, myself, I felt that there was injustices happening, but I was trying to defeat people versus the act of injustice. And I know on both sides of the fence, politically speaking, for U.S., they probably feel the same way. There's injustices happening, and why are these injustices happening? I need to speak up. So here both sides are digging in on injustices that we feel are happening, and I got caught up in it. Another one of principles, principle four, was nonviolence whole the suffering can educate and transform. So this is one of those principles for Dr. King. Nonviolence holds and it accepts suffering without retaliation. Unearned suffering is redemptive and has tremendous educational and transform, uh, transforming 
possibilities. So those are really big things stuck with me. And then one of the other things I was mentioned in here, he has six steps of nonviolent social change. And one of the, the very first step is information gathering. If I'm surrounded by people who believe, think, and listen to that kind of media, everything is being inundated into me, the exact same thought, it will radicalize me. And this goes with anyone, right? There's a radicalization there. So therefore, then that means that I am not finding or gathering information from, some people call it opposition information or, or whatever. I don't want to think of it that way. I just think there's a fellow American feeling like on the opposite side of the scale. And why am I not empathizing with them as much as I can? Or at least finding out why instead of attacking. And that was, you know, uh, on me. It's, it's always on me, right? Because I can only control me. The principle four for uh, Dr. King's six steps of nonviolent social change Using grace, humor, intelligence, confront other parties uh, with a list of injustices and a plan for addressing and resolving these injustices. Look for what is positive in every action and statement the opposition makes. Do not humiliate the opposition, but to call forth the good in the opponent. So that's the idea. Don't humiliate this person, but you really want to call forth the good out of this person. And it says nonviolence, and this is principle six for reconciliation. Nonviolence is direct, directed against evil system forces, evil systems, forces, oppressive policies, and just acts, but not against persons. Because this will all lead into a beloved community. So that's what uh, it was saying. So I'm, you know, I'm really trying to look through this and think, all right. I consult and I'm actually using my name and everything as my own brand. Therefore, I have to hold myself as a higher, higher uh, to, I, I mean, myself, me, Sheldon have to hold me to a higher level of accountability than anyone else. So that's what I was thinking. And then further along my week, two weeks, really thinking about this thing. The other thing I was thinking was, uh, I was reading a book, listening to a book. I hardly ever read a book anymore. I just listen. <laughs> I love me some Audible. I've been all over Audible lately. So Annie Duke thinking in Bets is the book. Annie Duke has a new one, poker player, professional poker player, but she is also, um, I think, has a master's in psychology. Uh, and also, um, I forgot her other thing, but I think it's an organizational structure. She was uh, talking about philosophy or something or ideology that was coming from Dr. Robert K. Merton. And it's called Kudos. And really what this is is for if you are going to be a scientist and you're trying to figure things out in a scientific way, you should have what's called uh, Kudos, C-U-D-O-S. The C is for uh, communism. U is for universalism. 
D is disinterestedness. O and S is together for organized skepticism. So you could think of the C as being freedom, and this is, I'm reading this from, um, uh, this is something from the sci- scientific, uh, I forget what, what, uh, I'm reading it right here, physics.gu.se. And, uh, they, they have some wording in here on there, and it's coming from Science and Technology in a Democratic Order, which was written by, uh, Dr. Merton. C. Freedom of exchange of scientific information, meaning that you should surround yourself with people who are going to, you talk to them about scientific information, you receive it, you're not going to be challenged by asking them or bringing it out to them to say that you're going to be reprimanded or anything that's going to be imposed on you for speaking your mind. And I was like, wow, that's almost like safety. You know, you really want to feel like someone's talking to you about safety and health conditions and they feel like they're, you know, truly speaking their mind. I'm like, all right, that's, that's about right. The you, independence of race, color, creed, essentially international, meaning that everyone, universalism, you hear everyone's thoughts, you hear everyone's feelings and experiences. So you're doing that information gathering, as uh, Dr. King mentioned. Uh, D, honest and objective, results not to be manipulated to serve con- uh, considerations such as personal profit or ideology. So you truly are going to be honest and objective, think it through, take it through an approach where there's no personal gain from this, or you're not just defending your, ideolo- your, your ideology because it's something that is instilled in you, such as a religious belief or social belief so strong, but you're open. There's an openness to it. ONS together for organized skepticism is should not be accepted on the word of authority. The truth of any statement should finally rest on the comparison with observed fact. Big one, right? So you truly have to think about all the facts, gather them up, make sure that you're going to uh, be one of those individuals that will listen to so many other views, and then you validate it together as a community, scientific community. Uh, I've always thought of myself that way. So truly, when I was thinking about this, confronting myself about this, confronting myself about how am I going to come clean, (laughs) do a little repenting, I think this is the best way for me to do it. Just go ahead and talk to you guys on my podcast and telling you I was wrong. I needed to be more open-minded as to I don't believe with your political views. Instead of calling you you names or classifying you in certain ways, I personally needed to open up my mind and going ahead, finding out why do you think you, tell me why. Tell me why you feel this way about this individual. Tell me why you feel this way about this policy. And then from there, see if I could grow a little. See if we could grow a little. And not lump a group, a community, an ideology of injustice, if I would, for me, as being 
everybody, but just saying, hey, it's just uh, the individual, trying to get the individual out of the group. And one of the one of the points in Dr. King's letter, and I wish if I could find it, I got it. I've been reading this thing. I've been dissecting it. I've been 23 pages, and I've been reading it for a good solid week, and I'm still on page 9 because I'm just <laughs> truly, I've got my highlighter out. I'm, like, going through this letter in Birmingham thinking this man is in jail, and he's got such poetic and deep thoughts that he's bringing out to uh, to this community. But, uh... I'm going to look real quick. I've got it with me. As you can hear, the paper's rustling. Uh, one of the things that he mentioned in here and that I just was really, really good uh, was about the dialogue itself and knowing that it's not... Oh, here it is. Reinhold Niebuhr. Uh He's the person who came up with what we know as is the serenity prayer. Uh, he says, groups are immoral more groups are more immoral than individuals. So in that phrasing itself, I was thinking, man, brilliant. And for me, I needed to look at that. I needed to hear that. I need to start thinking of that. I needed to talk to some of my other friends and just tell them, hey, during this election season, I went overboard, forgive me. And I think part of it was because I felt so jaded because my whole life, I grew up as a conservative Republican, and literally my whole life since I was 18 years old is the only party I knew. And I just, I would say I'm more of a Lincoln Project Republican at this point. Yeah, but I may not even label myself, I'm currently not labeling myself as anything right now. I'm truly no party affiliation at this point. But that bitterness of a loss may have driven this. I don't know. You guys aren't, uh, I'm not on the couch with any of you. You guys are just hearing my thoughts. So I don't know about that part. That part I have to dig in a little bit more deeper. But truly, this conversation to the audience, to you guys, is to encourage you that if you are going through what I went through, or even feeling what I did, because apparently we're, we're like, what, 45 uh, percent, which uh, was one way in the country, and then the other 55% was the other way in the country. So that means we're pretty close to 50-50. That means that I'm venturing out to say there were more people listening to this podcast that may have had the exact same thing happen in their lives. If you're using your name, your image, uh, anything to grow your business, your consulting business, and your name means a lot. Then, if you did anything during this time period that would have damaged that, damaged your image, it might be a time to repair it in some way. Make an effort in some way to repair this thing, and then maybe that might be good for you too, right? I'm not too sure. I'm just guessing I'm on this one, that you might have been feeling the same way and doing the same thing as I am. Maybe you didn't. I didn't attack anybody by name. That's not really, I should have said that earlier, but I truly just attacked a, a group more than anything. And it wasn't really attack, it was just snide comments more than anything. But I'm done. I'm back. I'm going to protect myself, my name, my business. I, I encourage you guys to do the same. That's what I'm saying. I'm encouraging you to do the same. All right, next week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. 
we're going to have some episodes. I'm going to be interviewing some friends. Uh, going to be even doing a music roll episode there. And then also, January 4th, the very first Monday of January, will be my 100th official episode. So therefore, I've got a special guest. We're going to love that one. Going to open up some more. So please stick around with me on the traditionally dead week between uh, Christmas and New Year's Eve. We're going to just hang out. You guys are going to uh, welcome me into my my 100th episode celebration, okay? So have a great rest of your week. And go get them. This episode has been powered by Safety FM.